This is episode five of the breakthrough season four. So David, can you explain for the listeners who do not know you, can you give some background information about yourself? So my name is David Kiernan. I'm a 17 year old, uh, call myself graph designer, music artist. A jack of all trades basically. Yeah. So what was it like growing up where you grew up? Um, you know, it was kind of normal. There's you know, I had two parents, two sisters. Uh, we lived in an old house, about like a block away from the house I live now. And where is that again? What town? Uh, Beacon Falls, Connecticut. And you said that was by Ansonia, right? That was the valley area where uh, Nogatuck, Seymour, that area. Right. So when did you start learning graphic design? Um, that started when I was about 13. I was more in the YouTube scene. Yeah. And I took my sister's laptop because I saw like the YouTube banners they were doing stuff for mm-hmm. people and I wanted to make my own. And oh, after stealing her laptop, after she went to college to UConn, yeah. it kind of just popped off from there. I was started, it a MacBook or something? No, it was a, like a little laptop PC. Oh, really? So, yeah, that was, that's kind of like the start. So were you interested early on in like art class or was it just that? Honestly, my mom told me I actually hated draw. I hated draw. Really? Yeah, I wasn't big on the art projects, stuff like that. I didn't enjoy them, I guess. So it's just like the computerized it was, it's, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a computerized thing. I don't like drawing really because I get really like uh, tedious in my drawing. If it's like not perfect, I'm not going to like it. You have to like be able to like change little things. Yeah, and if you draw, have the you same have to spacing, erase it. Yeah. All that stuff. Just like I couldn't like freehand draw or else I get like too pissed with like. Bro, I, I can only draw like stick figures. Yeah, so, that's like, basically it. This this kid he he just draws all the time. You know he has his shoes. I don't know if you can see them, but he made like Hennessy shoes and Tito shoes. He That's just drew cool. all over them with Sharpie. And like I I don't even know how he can do that because like <laughs> like I said I can only draw. I know a lot of people like sell those and stuff online. So <laughs> yeah, he, he was getting like vans for how much? Like white vans for like fifteen bucks, twenty bucks. Still. <laughs> White vans, like I, I went on vans like dot com and they were like, like selling for fifty, sixty bucks. Yeah, the yeah. ones I have on now are sixty. You know the, the high top ones. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, how did you get in contact with uh, Nick Rose, formerly Tyler Farms, to do the cover arts for all his early stuff? Uh, so, Brendan showed me a song uh, by Hooligan Lou, which mm-hmm. uh, was called "Time on You," and what his name was, Tyler Farms. He was featured on the song. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to his verse. I was like, "Holy crap!" Like he's got. Who such, is this kid? Yeah, yeah, he's got such a like, such a like great sound to him. And then like I heard a couple of his bars. I was like, "Wow!" I'm like kind of hooked. And so I remember going to the SoundCloud profile. I was like, "Oh shit, he's from CT." Oh like, really? So you didn't even know? No, and I yeah, he showed me SoundCloud. I was like, "Wait, he's from CT?" And I look at his coverage. He just had like the plain white and black covers, like kind of like a stuff you pull like like online, like Google images, like, yeah. yo, I got to help this kid out. Like he's great. Oh, that's so, cool. So you just like reached out to him and was yeah, like, and I want to do your art. And so he was posting only on SoundCloud at the time. So I told him like, I'm going to, I'm going to do your stuff for free since you're not really gaining profit from it just to kind of help you out. Yeah. And soon he started putting stuff on Spotify and I was like, I got to charge you cause you know, you're making profit. So, but we still kept on working. And that's, that's dope. I, I remember you had a, uh, what was it? You had Harvard vibe lit on my own and mm-hmm. then you did the uh, project cover for purple november right yep did you do uh rosewood too or did he have another no episode? i think that was him honestly i think he kind of i really feel like that entire project was self-made yeah because i know he did the um 
He did the iPhone videos too, and mm -hmm. I know he makes master. He does his own music videos too, which I thought was pretty cool. And he went to Chicago yeah. and New York. And yeah, he just adventuring, and I see that his parents are really like fueling his passion. Oh, I remember I went to his his, uh, his second concert, his first headline mm -hmm. last year with Brendan as well, and I remember his. I, he was saying, which song was it? It was like the Plainville song. I, it wasn't called Plainville, but like, so like a, bigger a and better or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like something like I could fly mama. And I remember he was like pointing at his mom. She had like the biggest smile on his face. I was like, oh, oh crap. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Like uh, there's another artist. Um, His name is Steven Moses. And I see, yo, you, yo, yeah. he's like one of my new favorite artists, bro. Yeah. Man, but no, he got me into him too. He's disgusting, bro. But his mom, like, fully <laughs> support. Like, every time I post something about him on the breakthrough or my yeah, yeah. personal account, she's always checking in, like, wow. responding. That's, and, that's cool. Like, she, and I saw him, Take like, mom. <laughs> he, he went and uh, poured out some lean and some Zans in, in the toilet and flushed it. And I saw her, huh. her response to it. And it was just cool to see that, like, even though he's dealing with all this stuff, his mom yeah. is right there supporting. And that's yeah. what that's, that's I do great. parents should, like, how you should be if you have a child, especially in today's age, you mm -hmm. got to work with them and not try to work against them and try to make them follow you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's hmm. totally true. So who are some other notable artists that you have done some designs for? I know you got Bazanji. Bazanji, yeah. he's been killing it. And then Sick World was charting, and I saw that that was with your art. Ivan and Sick World both charted on the album cover I did for them. Really? Thank God. Uh, Ivan is around like number 14 and then yeah. Sick World's number eight. And I know I have a screenshot of Sick World's and like, it's just my cover on top of it is Jay-Z's cover and the bottom was like Post Malone or something like that. How does so that feel? I was like, I don't know how I did that. Like that, that's it, legendary. I was more like speechless cause I didn't know what to say like to yeah. myself. And you're just looking at it and it, it's so surreal, but it's real. Yeah. That's the thing. And it, it just shows. If you have talent and you keep working hard like mm -hmm, you're doing, definitely. it will it will show. Definitely, I probably believe more in hard work rather than luck. Yeah, hard of, work beats talent. Hard work beats luck. If you yeah. keep like your head down and keep moving, like yeah. something good's gonna happen. It's all about manifestation, man. If mm -hmm. you can like sit there and you can be like Michael Jordan. I use this analogy all the time, but you're shooting in the gym mm -hmm. every single day. If you do your free throws, you do everything. You're gonna get good at it. That's why I kind of. I know it's a very controversial topic, but I, I am on Russ's side with a lot okay. of his, uh, Speak on that. his views because I find it actually great that he has the self-confidence that he actually believes in himself, that he knows he's good. And that he that knows my self mentality. Right? Yeah. He like, he knows he can do it. And like a lot of people, especially music artists, they not allow them to have confidence in themselves. That's mm -hmm. sometimes why the reason they write is because the self-conscious, self they, they don't feel that. I, uh, yeah, and Russ definitely brings that yeah. out, bro. Like, I'm very, I love Russ. I, yeah. I, I followed him from the very, the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Then I saw all the hate. Yeah. I understood where people were coming from. Uh, I understood copy. where he was coming from. It's so hard when you're a fan and you realize that like the other side is right sometimes. But like his overall message is trying to peak preach positivity yeah but at the same time that the whole goon situation i don't mm -hmm. agree with but at the same time you think about all these older artists and when there was beefs and like real shit going down yeah and people were there's a lot of beefs in music in general i mean you got the mgk m and m thing yeah. yeah and then an actor got injured because of that like there's just so much shit to get it's 
I don't know. I'm not really a fan of like the negative stuff, but yeah, like yeah, the the thing that Russ does bring to the table that is positive, I do agree with the stuff that he says about yeah. the industry and about uh, the pills and all that. Yeah. I do agree with, but like I was talking about the parents, you kind of got to do it differently. You got to approach this generation differently. It's like, you can't just shove it in their face. It's more like this generation is more like, uh, it's more delicate in a sense. Like very, yeah. You can see online can post one little thing and it could blow up into something else where you never thought it could be. Yeah. It's a whole new thing. That's kind of why I keep like my, a lot of my personal issues or comments, or opinions, I keep that kind of off offline, kind of keep it to myself. And I really only I express that. that through music, if anything. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Like we we live in a generation where you can tweet something out and it could possibly reach millions of yes. people, and that's not normal. Like your voice shouldn't be able to yeah. do that. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing that we're going through with this social media generation that Definitely. we just gotta like grow with and learn as we go. Mm -hmm. But transitioning from that, let's talk about your clothing company. So let's Sorry. talk about Sweet yeah. Supply Co. So when did you create this? That was the summer of 20, er, I kind of like the idea sprung up during a study hall around the spring of 2017. Mm -hmm. And I really like, do you know Wavy Oaks? This is a Wavy Oaks company. They're a CT clothing sure. brand as well. You have to show me after okay. that. Well, I remember I seen their stuff on um, a few girls like wearing it, like modeling for it, yeah. like on Instagram. I'm like, oh, it's actually kind of cool. I go to her profile and I was like, hmm, this is actually really cool. I, but I feel like I could do it better. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of took that. I was like, I feel like I can do something else with it. Make it like, not like their idea, but like the idea of having a clothing brand and kind of put my own design experience into it. That's kind so of that inspired you. Yeah. And so like the old idea of Sway was more like, it's more to keep the opinions aside and kind of just go with it and like, just go with the flow yeah, kind of mentality. Yeah. Keep like, the negativity out. There's something called, um, Wu Wei. It's a Taoist term and it's basically, it's called just let uh, the world keep flowing. Don't mm -hmm. get in the way. Don't intervene. Just yeah. sit and watch. Yeah. Cause the way I see it is, uh, a lot of negativity is more wasted energy or like you could be bitching about someone else, but then that's all the time you can take to actually work on yourself. I like that. Yeah. You could, instead of spend that time hating, mm -hmm. loving yourself. Yeah. I like that. So this is just your brand. No one else made it with you. No, no. I mean, I, I kind of collaborated in a logo with another designer or he's another lettering artist that kind of like showed like my ideas and but I wasn't really, the best at like um, Adobe Illustrator at the time. It was more, and I wanted to kind of be perfect. So I kind yeah. of sent out someone who was more experienced with it. So you could just like figure it out. Yeah, I wanted to like perfect. So. so do you use Adobe products, all Adobe? Oh yeah, I Photoshop's like a daily thing. Illustrator, it's not daily, but I do know how to use it. And I do use it for a lot of my uh, artwork sometimes. Definitely all my logos I make, it's always in Illustrator because of the vector yeah. format. Um, a lot of my typography and like lettering, I kind of create that in uh, Illustrator because it's easier to work with in Photoshop. And then you send it over to Photoshop. Yeah. But sometimes the logos are lettering, so I have to make them in uh, Illustrator as well. That's like a whole different language to me. He's actually going to school for graphic design right now. Yeah, he just changed it. Congrats. 
Yeah, no, that's cool. He, yeah. Like, he, he's, he saw the, um, the waiting falls are too, and he mm-hmm. like that. So, like, I, I want to get him to start going in that direction of, yeah, yeah. like, where I want my art in the future, too. Because if he's going to be doing that and he's in-house, like, that, I just think graphic art is so yeah, cool. Yeah, if man. you need, and if you have any questions about anything, just let me know. I appreciate yeah. that, man. Not that, that ass, that's dope. I'm man. not too far away, so if I need to come up hey. and... Bro, if you ever want to come down, this Mikasa hey. Sukasa. Like, we, this is just a workout. So all we do is try to grind. So let's see where we. Um, so you said you were working on a third drop with Sway. What can we know about this? Well, it's definitely going to be some sweatshirt because I know a lot of people have been looking for sweatshirts. And yeah. It's a big thing. Some people actually have addictions, so like, cop and sweatshirts, and like, same thing might be for hats and stuff. It's just, it's one of those things, and. I know I'm trying. I think I want to do something more in, embroidered with this one. I kind of did the, like the hats. Yeah. But not like the more 3D. It's more like just, just the one that's kind of in, yeah. not flat, as I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah. I know. I feel that. That's dope. And are you going to be dropping it right around winter? Yeah, I would say. I I was looking in prices the other day, so I was kind of just getting the pricing down. Is this a 2019 thing or 2018? 2018. Yeah, we're we're gonna try to get that breakthrough merch out before twenty nineteen hits because it's like, why we like get it started now? Because mm-hmm. then when twenty nineteen hits, you can be like, yo, this started back in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Like you can kind of just that's, tell yourself that's like, actually what like what I thought about when I started sway. Like really? when, I, when I remember first, I was like, damn, I have to put like twenty seventeen. It's the year twenty seventeen. It's like no one's gonna take me serious. I just started. Mm-hmm. It's like when you see like a brand that's like. Oh, since like 1936, it actually like looks cool from like yeah. 1936. You're like You're 2017, like uh, a state where it's like EST, and yeah. then or no, it's not a state established. established. <laughs> my dumbass fucking established. I, they had Abercrombie and Fitch, Hollister, all of them were yeah. like you had that date, and kids would want that shit. Thank you, sir. All right, so let's start talking about. Uh, actually, before we start talking about your music, what are some of your other favorite brands out of CT? I definitely like Half Evil. That's a great brand. I love how he does the three thirty-three. Uh, the um, the pricing three dollars. That's that's genius. That's, that's great. I don't know how he does. I think I talked to him like briefly about it. Yeah. I know he buys it in like extreme bulk, so like the pricing he gets is like very low per unit. But that's really all he told me about it. So yeah, that guy's a mastermind. Oh yeah, definitely. He learned how to do it. Any other brands are Half Evil really like biggest inspiration yeah there's not too much out of ct that i know of i mean do you like sukami i i was checking out his stuff uh uh <coughs> last week or a couple weeks ago because i know he's, he's really starting to get like up there Bro, this guy's crazy and i saw it is it like um like handmade stuff is yeah it? yeah that's oh, i got some in the back in my room i'll show you after okay. the interview bro yeah, he, like he really puts cool. his like time and effort into that shit and yeah the whole story was that this kid had been grinding and i know that uh recipes gangs delicious had some uh um i know uh mike green had some early sukami but then uh young thug went and had i think the starboy hoodie or one of the ho- hoodies and it was before he even released any of this new sukami gear that yeah. you see now and it just catapulted everybody was like who is this who is this and it it brought him like to the forefront where he is now, and yeah, that's kind of like half evil in those guys. Yeah, bro, yeah. it's, it's like, just a celebrity endorsement. Cosigns, bro. Yeah. Cosigns are like the most important thing nowadays because, like, 
like everybody can come up without a cosine. Like <laughs> I, I still feel like half evil or Sukami would have been nice no matter what. Yeah, even if they did. But it's always good to have that like extra little help mm -hmm. because it, it brings you up just a little bit more. Yeah. And this is like a, it's a game of ladders, shoots and ladders. You have to climb up and you got to keep on climbing. And like each day you meet a new person and it kind of, that person might know someone that could help you. Yeah, and that's definitely true. That's why I try to like help or be nice to anybody I meet on the yeah. way because there's all these people that cause beefs and I'm like, why are you going to cause that if like that guy could that have a friend that could help you? Home. Yeah, you don't know that that guy doesn't care. Like he could like actually fuck with your music, but not <laughs> your personality. And if you guys talked it out, you guys could have squashed that beef and you wouldn't have had someone that you were talking about all that negative energy. Yep. You wouldn't have to worry about that negative energy for all that time if you just talked. That's true. Yeah, definitely. So when do you start making music? Uh, about five weeks ago, a month ago, you know, but that's crazy. Bro. Yeah. Is I mean, there any like, so there was no music prior to that, no freestyle? Well, no I used to play guitar when I was like nine years old. I played that till about like 15, nine to 15. Um, I mean, I still haven't played, but that's kind of where I got like my music theory background and all yeah. that. Cause I actually tossed some in music theory cause he didn't know what the scale was. So I gotta figure that out. And that's always like good to yeah, know, <laughs> especially with auto tune. So. <laughs> oh my God. Especially with auto Yeah. He used to just, he used to just guess and be like, Oh, yeah. this sounds good. No, hey, go. bro. Like if, that that helps you tune your ears though. Yeah, that like yeah, it. Yeah, I got ears. Yeah, exactly. So like it, it has its like drawbacks, but it has its benefits. Um. So where did you derive paradox from? So that kind of. It's intrigued this, me. Yeah. So I had this English teacher last year, and she, her like English classes, they were more like lectures and like talks, which yeah. I found like. It was a different teaching style, but it was always about like, it wasn't about English. It was more about like life lessons. Life, yeah. and, but they also connected to like the English we're talking about. But like some classes would be just talking about just, just straight life and it'd be like, this is the type of English I like. And she was talking about this phrase paradox and about, I forgot which book it was on this. Do you remember it? No idea. Yeah, I don't know. But it was always on the board and stuff. Mm -hmm. It was always like a big word. I was like, Huh. But then I got into like the actual meaning, like self-contradiction. Mm -hmm. And that's with me. I felt like I always have like self-contradictions, always like 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 a situation like, oh I should do that, but then like, oh maybe I should do that should do that. It's just like it's always like a self-contradiction to myself and that's like that's why I never really voice opinions all the time because I'm always self-contradicting myself the next day. Yeah, because you don't want to say something and then the next yeah, day like, exactly. I don't I, I don't endorse that statement that mm. I just said. Yeah, it's more like I'm not a big planner, if that makes sense. Like, you just go with the flow, always, like you said. Yeah, Sway. Some, something always comes up, and it may be like the next best thing, but then you already have something planned. You're like, oh, shoot. What do what I, I do? do? So that's why I have more of a mentality of doing what's in the moment that's yeah. going to benefit your future. Like everything I do is for my future. Mm -hmm. so, it's to just better yourself yeah. and get you prepared. For Every when little you leave decision high school. is based on what will this help my future mm -hmm. and will this help the vision I actually have myself or is it just get you to where you want to be? Exactly. Right, I like that. So how did you first meet Brooke Boy? Are you Brooke Boy? No. Okay. I just had to get that like covered. So 
Nah, Broke Boy, he, he did show me Broke Boy, though, but he was just a dude on YouTube that was making beats, and, I mean, it was definitely different beats than I ever really heard of. Mm-hmm. They are definitely different, and I got into some more, like, Frank Ocean-type beat mm-hmm. style, so I started vibing that, and I was doing more of, like, an R&B. You have an ominous flow. It's you. like, I don't really know what my exact genre is. I know, like, I'm switching up my genre every single song, because I don't know if it's more I like that. hip-hop, and I don't know if it's more R&B, so I kind of just... Do whatever feels right to the beat. It's almost like trap soul, bro. That's yeah. like that's what it reminds me of. Just like not like Black Bear or like I love Black Bear though. Or He's, Black or his new album's great. Oh, you said Black Bears? Yeah, or Black. I don't know. Oh, is it Black? Six Black? Yeah. No, it's no, Black. It's Black. Yeah, but it, that's so funny because people are, are clowning him on Twitter. Like, how do you expect to call yourself Six Lack and not expect? Half of the population to call yeah. you six lakh. I know Jay Cole tweeted out six yeah. lakh. No, he, he, he was fucking with yeah, it. That's the good. that's the whole thing. Like, it's it's funny because he's from the six. Mm-hmm. Like, or I'm pretty sure that's that what they sense. call that, that okay. Atlanta. So he, you know, black. that makes much more sense. Though. Yeah. So I, he just didn't want to call himself black and just because it was kind of basic. You know? Yeah, exactly. So he put a twist on it, and like, now now it sticks out. I know it's black, so. Yeah, it's just like how Broke Boy has an eight. Yeah, <laughs> basically, that's funny. So, uh, what's your opinion on working with a producer from the ground up compared to spreading their love to multiple do- producers? Like, like if I were to have like a producer come up to me, be like, "Yo, I want to work on like multiple projects with you," type yeah. of thing. Would you rather have one producer, or would you rather go off and just like experiment until you found? Honestly, that one it could depend on the type of connection I could have with that producer. Like, I know I when I go to write a song, like, first thing I do is look for the beat, because, like, the beat could make or break the song yeah. entirely. But also, the vocals can make or break. It just, it's a whole, like, unit. So, okay. one simple thing doesn't work. Like, the master, it's like your levels are raised up, and boom, someone's not going to like it. Mm-hmm. So you have to, like, kind of think outside of the box. Like, I know why I like this, but... Let's see if someone else that's not that doesn't know my name, if they just randomly stumbled on this, would they like this? Yeah. And exactly. like I put your shit on and these guys like both are like, yeah, I fuck with this. Yeah, I appreciate that. Because like, it's hard to find that outside ear. Because your ear, you like you know how it sounds raw, you know how it sounds mixed, mm-hmm. but like you don't know how it sounds like to a random person that yeah, doesn't know you. Exactly. Like I was in this group chat, um, Back in the day, I had like 50 plus uh, Connecticut creatives and uh, Pope actually, you were in that too. So do you remember just the amount of shit that creatives that were like just talking and like put their songs in and ask for like help or they'd be like, hey, can I email someone my uh, song and can you give me some information about it? And that's what you got to do. You have to Mm -hmm. like go out of the box and like. I realized that's how like people got like more and more friendly with you because they were like, yeah, I want to like, actually, if you want to work with me, I want to work with you and we can get better yeah. together. That's like a big thing with the uh, YouTube promotion, you know, like all those like promo channels and stuff like, you know, promoting sounds. Oh, wait, like tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Those type of channels. Like there's like not promoting sounds, but other channels like that. A lot of them like charge for their, uh, for their promo like i honestly i understand it's a business but you could be making money a different way through like uh, monetization and maybe sell merch something but like they're charging just to put the artists on like That's and dumb. like i thought your main purpose was to promote those artists and help them out but then you just kind of make it into like, a whole like money business they're the vultures 
Yes. That's what like it, it comes down to, like with the breakthrough. And I know I've, we don't do that. I've talked to promoting sound before, like the actual guy that runs it for like oh, design wise. Cool. Yeah. And he actually <laughs> got me a few clients, which is actually kind of cool. But like that was like a year ago. And then like I know I was talking to one of the artists I work with, uh, Robert Martino. I work with him musically and design wise. And he's talked to uh, promoting sounds and like he like kind of just picks out what he, he like wants to listen to like it's not like a money thing it's more like what he thinks is good like he's like all right listen this is the playlist that i like like i like this song i like this song this song is good this song like that's smart instead of like being like all right these are the guys who paid me the money so like let me just throw you this i don't know if it's good or not but instead it's like all right this is what i handpicked it's curated basically by him Mm -hmm. exactly that's that's dope man so do you plan on producing any of your own music? Uh, I know like very briefly, briefly how to produce, but one big thing I'm not too good at, good at is the, like the, um, the drums and all that stuff, like finding the right patterns. Yeah. The melodies are hard to do. Sampling, I don't even know how to sample. I know he knows how to sample. I use one of his beats for one of my songs once. And- That's dope. No, like it's it's a whole different world. Yeah, like his mind works differently than both of ours because he's like mm-hmm. he he has all the beat patterns just like in his head. I'm like sitting there like, how do you like think about that? Because yeah, they switch it up, and I'm like, yo, I would just do the same thing like two and four every time. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So on the contrary, when did you start working with Swoon? Swoon, um, he that's Swoon right there. Okay, so if you didn't know, but um, he was a kid that moved to my school about like seventh grade, and I knew he was a new kid, so I got a like you know new kid, see what he's like. He liked playing Call of Duty, so that was a good thing. Yeah, and we kind of just uh, bonded on like became boys. Yeah, kind of bonded yeah. on Call of Duty. We didn't really hang out too much in middle school, but I know once we got to high school, he kind of like started hanging out more. And then I remember one day, uh, one of like our friends, he was showing like. Oh, did you know Brendan got like a SoundCloud? I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, he raps. And I was like, what? And he's like, he showed me the SoundCloud and he had like 400, 400 followers on SoundCloud. I was like, Brendan, you didn't tell me this? Like, he's like, well, now you know, but you weren't supposed to know yet. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I was trying to wait for like, the right time. I was like, dude, what the hell? Like, you know, I just, you know, I designed. I was confident I was sitting in your bed. So I was like, I'm going to wait till I get bid. Then like, they see you, they can't hate on me. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't like, want that early hate. I feel that I got all that early hate. Uh, I feel that one hundred percent. I would have not did what I, I was did. Like, that's gonna suck and get bullied or some shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but your first song had ten k plays, so. Hey, that's that's. I was like, <laughs> up, bro. Yeah, I was like, dude, I'm I'm a designer. I could be doing your covers like right, like right now. Like, what what are you doing? Definitely. Yeah. And, yeah. Then he kind of just got me into it. Um, with the music thing, he showed me how to mix all of that, and then I made him do a song for me because he's very like procrastinating with his uh music stuff sometimes. So I legit called him up and faced him. I'm like, Yo, you're getting on this second verse, and like, you're doing it now. He's like, Fine, I'm doing it right now. And he ends the call, calls me back 30 minutes, hits me up with the verse, report up. I was like, Dude, it's like your best verse. Like, what it was like insane. Yeah, bro. I just, I just hit record and just start freestyling off my mind, and then like I'll write down, write down the freestyle just a line or two. I'll fucking have the verse done right there. 
That's smart. That's a good yeah. way to approach it. I, I used that a couple times. I don't. I hate freestyling on the mic, but it's like the best way to like. I hate freestyling too. It's it. It's really what gets your soul out. It, it, you know, it's you, literally what's on your mind. Like, yeah. And then I like how you write it back down, and then that kind of like helps you get a clear, concise verse. Mm-hmm. That's dope. So let's see what we have next. Oh. So I see, I like your uh, new cover arts. They have uh, like the tab at the bottom with the song name and artist. How did you like start doing that aesthetic? Why did you go with that? It has mm-hmm. like the, it has like almost like a, a different color bar every single time. At the was that from my Paradox covers? Yeah. Yeah. So that's like I kind of like interesting. Like, yeah, a little single template for my own like music and. I remember I see a lot of artists, they do like that kind of like grainy picture thing, like that aesthetic, which I, I love that, like that simplicity. But then I kind of like want to add like my own slight twist, but like not too much, but just like one little thing. And I made that bar at the bottom and I kind of pick a color from the image itself. And I just drop it on there and see if it flows well. If it doesn't flow, then like I'm not going to use it. So I'm not just go with white, but mm-hmm. like it's got to like flow. I like that, bro. It it, it was like different, and yeah. I noticed it was consistent every time I I saw it on your first one, IDK, and I was like, wait a mm-hmm. minute, and I kept looking up, and I was like, that's a look, like yeah. it looks professional, man. I like yeah. that. So, will we get any visuals from Paradox? Whew. Visuals? Huh? I've actually not thought about that yet. I mean, I was talking to a lot of people, like a couple artists in this Discord, and about Spotify and I'm thinking about dropping some stuff in Spotify, but then mm-hmm. I got to buy the leases to the beats too first before yeah. I do that. But, um, yeah, I'm thinking about going on Spotify. That's probably the next step. Mm-hmm. And I just switched over to Spotify. I got rid of Apple music. Yeah. I want to start I learning that SoundCloud pro and Spotify premium. So yes, Spotify is dope, bro. It, and the fact that they just started, they said are now independent artists can release yeah, yeah. stuff. That's huge. But then, like, all those, like, distributors are like, oh, shoot, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. Then that, that kind of sucks for them, but... Yeah. I mean, they still will be used if people upload on Apple Music, mm-hmm. iTunes, all that stuff, like, Google, or, like, on Amazon. But there is Google Play, too. Oh, Google Play, yeah. It's that. But, like, I don't know too many people who have Google Play. Uh, some, some people do have Androids. So. And, it, yeah, facts. My brother had an Android and he had Google Play. That's funny, but it comes I think with my, a YouTube. My parents brand. use Google Play or Amazon. Really? They use that. So. Yeah, I think my parents use Amazon too. Um, so, how does it feel to be doing all of this while still in high school? Oof, that's it's it's really tough, honestly, because especially You're still doing football too. Yeah, like, my senior year, I decided to do football because I just love the group of kids that are a part of it. Mm-hmm. I've always doing was doing the weightlifting team, which is kind of part of a po- football program. My parents never let me actually play football. So I was just doing the lifting team since really? I was a freshman. Yeah. And then I finally got the okay to play. So I was like, well, I'm going to play my senior year. I like the group of kids. I like the coach. You One know. year. Let's do it. Yes. Yeah. It goes. Balls and the walls. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of time though. Cause like, oh, it's, it's six days a week, two thirty to six, eight in the morning on Saturday. It's just, it's, if you haven't done it when, like I, I did uh, every, like I think fifth grade or sixth grade to 10th grade, then I got into accent, so mm-hmm. I couldn't play anymore. But like, bro, it, it's like, it takes up all oh, of yeah, definitely. And uh, I can't imagine doing all of that. And then yeah. also on top of that, you're doing cover arts, you're doing music, music yeah. you're doing your clothing brand. Yeah, like, it's, 
I remember I, I kind of held off on sway for a while during like past six, four months. So because I was just getting to the point of stress where like, it just like was taking a huge toll on me. I just kind of wanted to set it down for a second. You can do that though. You're so young that you don't have to worry about like doing it now. Did you, I remember my friend, Zach Subco, he told me like some girl talked to me, she was like, you're young, you're, you're a baby basically. And he was like, think about it. If I am, then you're like eight years younger than me. He, I think he's 25, 26, mm-hmm. and I'm 18. Mm-hmm. I'm, I was not 18, wow, I'm dumb. I was think, 19 when he told me that, 19 and 20. So I was like, Jesus, you're right. Like I, there's so much time from where I get to where you are. Yeah. And then she, that's still a baby. So you have all the time until like, we have time, bro. Yeah. And so- Gary V, you know Gary V is. I love Gary V. He he uh, preaches that all the time, and I definitely I'm on his side of that. Like mm-hmm. you have so much to do it. Like even my dad, he's like around sixty years old. He's still like hitting the gym. He's still like trying to get that nice like. That's dope. Yeah, I mean, still like he's still 60, actually like, but he's 30, he's you know? like forty, thirty. Yeah, yeah. He's sixty, but people think he's like thirty-five, which is crazy. Wow. That- so he, that shows that you're going to be like that too. <laughs> Just chugging along. Yeah. That's dope, bro. So this is a question we ask every artist. Mm-hmm. If you could collab with any artist and producer dead or alive, who would they be? Oof. Any artist. And why? And why? <coughs> Are you talking like more mainstream or just like any artist or? Whatever. There, anybody that you've ever listened to that you've wanted to collab with a producer and an artist. It's your dream to lab and dead or alive. They could be someone from the rock and roll days, someone <laughs> from now, someone from like the nineties, anybody. Yeah. I mean, definitely from the OG days. I love the mixtape logic, the young Sinatra. Oh, okay. That's if I like even work on a song with them, like even if he's not even on the song, just like yeah. how to write a song with them yeah. or something like that, or him produce it. Like, just working with him and his like mind mm-hmm. and how he just like how um not, um what's the word how passionate he is with his music it just like working with him in one song will probably like help so much like musically and like for your mind and whatever i like that and what about the producer would you just have his boy on it the one that produced all his young sinatra yeah yeah six definitely six he's such a nice producer oh, man I remember his, what was the first album? Um, Are you talking about like the first album? Or album, 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 album under, uh, under Pressure. Yeah, Under Pressure. When I heard that, I was like, wow. Yeah. The production on it was a whole different, yeah. like, it's crazy. Man. I think he's producing the Young Sinatra 4, I believe. I'm excited for that, man. Yeah, me too. I, Cause I didn't really listen to everybody. I listened to the Bobby yeah. Tarantino series. I was a big fan. I liked a few songs on his latest uh, mixtape drop, like Indica Badu. Mm-hmm. Like that was more was like yeah was that with Wiz yeah with Wiz that was a great song yeah uh, what a, I feel like there's a couple songs I liked off of it but like Young Sinatra is always the best oh yeah definitely all right so now we're gonna go into discography details so just talk about anything that reminds you of these songs like whether you had some vibe in the studio a story that goes along with what you wrote anything so the first song is IDK. So that song was probably like my third song I ever wrote. I mean, I wrote like two other songs before 
but I never like really put them. Well, I put my first song out for a day and then took it down because I heard like one kid came up to me in the hallway. He's kind of like giggling about the song. I was like, I kind of like lost confidence with like my music at that time. So I just kind of took it down right away. And then like I made this other song that Telefarms is supposed to feature on, but I never like ended up like doing it mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And then I made, I don't know, and I kind of wrote that. And that song's more about like a girl trying to get like the feelings out of you, but you just honestly just don't know like what you're feeling right now. Yeah, where you're yeah. just stuck and you're like, hey, I wish I could tell you, but yeah. I don't. And it was kind of, it was to an extent kind of based off text messages, like with this one girl. Mm -hmm. So that's why, and I'm not gonna lie, actually, like I was saying, like, I don't know in the text messages. Yeah, like, and that's why I, I was like, it's what you were feeling, it's what you were yeah. answering. You didn't know. Like, what about I'm Not Stupid? I'm Not Stupid was, I made that song after, like, the, the night um, I Don't Know dropped, I think. Because mm -hmm. I got just just surge of, like, confidence within my voice from all, like, the people who were sliding up in my store and stuff saying, like, whoa, this is actually really good. Like, there's one girl that says, like, oh, everyone from, your, from our school is really bad, but, like, this was actually really good. I'm like, I was like, whoa, I was like, that kind of, like, it's a little deep. And then got to use a lot. There's a few people that were saying they actually related to the song. I was like, what? Like you related to the song? And I was like, oh shoot. And then, so I'm not stupid. I got like that surge of uh, confidence in my voice and I started experimenting a little bit more in my voice. Yeah. And that's where I was like, oh, people actually like, like my music. Let's see where I can so and do. And so I'm not stupid. It was, wasn't really a, like my own experience. It was more like a third, um, third person view and experience mm -hmm. right now i have this uh this uh friend that had like little uh friends of benefits type thing and he was like kind of catching feelings kind of like and the girl just did not want to catch feelings and i mm -hmm. and i always kind of felt bad for him because like i know he really wanted to do something but like, you knew what the situation yeah. was yeah and i'm just kind of like looking at in, like, his perspective and like he's like basically one of the lines like i'm not stupid you don't have to lie to my face like I know what you're doing and stuff like that. Yeah. So leading him on. That's that's cool. And that was produced by uh, Rare Bear, right? Yeah, it's just some producer I found on YouTube. I think you showed me. Yeah. Hey. You showed me. Just get the work out there. Yeah. So what about what do you feel? What do you feel? That was like more of like my breakout. I don't. Know, I wouldn't really call it breakout because it just started, but like it was more like where like people really started like noticing me, and that was what do you feel was also like a really close song to me because it was also like another situation with a girl where I was kind of fucking up and like I was doing this on and off thing because I didn't know what I really wanted and she's like look like you can't keep doing this you gotta like like just realize like what you're doing to me and so like I kind of like wrote it based off text messages as well mm -hmm. and so the first verse is actually the girl's perspective on the situation and then I like how you're doing that yeah and then I had um one of my design clients young van he's a great singer and great artist in general I had him do the second verse and I told him do this in my perspective like and I showed him some details about like the that's cool from your perspective but yeah and he hit it spot on like I, he it's like he was there before like mm -hmm. So. That's a connection. I heard it on the song too. You guys yeah, yeah. flowed together very well. There was like one little hint I put on like my lyrics that showed that like it was kind of like the girl talking to the boy. It was like mm -hmm. 
I just said the word boy in like one of the lyrics, like boy, that attitude, you got to lose that. Mm-hmm. And so it was more talking about that, like numb, like attitude, like, oh, I don't feel anything, thick skin, stuff like that. Yeah. You just kind of got to lose that and like, tell me what's up. Damn, man. What about your meaning? Your meaning. So that was about another girl. And that was same girl from What Do You Feel? We mm-hmm. kind of made ends meet. And I really wanted to show her like what she meant to me and like, yeah. to, like really show that like, I actually appreciate like everything, she, every little thing she does that I never really saw in the past. That's dope, man. It, it, you're, you're showing a lot of emotion in music. Wait. No, that wasn't my favorite song. It's probably like, one of my like least favorite songs, not mm-hmm. gonna lie. You know what I mean? I just didn't like the, I didn't like how it sounded after, but then like, I, didn't feel like I should take it down because it was kind of like really special to her. So I kind of just let it be. And also there's other people that might, that might be their favorite yeah, song. So like there's different people everywhere. I've only taken down one song and that was a song called closer, which was up for a few days. And mm-hmm. then I just didn't like the mix on. I didn't like how it was mastered. I didn't really like, just like how my voice fit with the beat. So I kind of took it down a few days after. Will that ever come out again? Remastered? Probably not. Uh, probably not. I mean, unless I, it'll just be in the vault. Yeah. I like that. The thing is, you can still bump to it. Yeah, I have, a, I have a few, like, non-finished songs in the vault that probably won't finish. Mm-hmm. We have a collab we did that we never finished, just mm-hmm. sitting on the computer. <laughs> I don't know if that's ever going to come out, but the hook for that song is pretty pretty nice. I might use that for something else. Nice. We'll see. Okay. How about You're the Reason? You're the Reason. Oh, so that was his beat right there. Yeah, I was about to say produced by you. And so I also want, I remember I hear these like double vocal type of thing with a lot of like artists called like Nine Tails. He was like probably like, the biggest influence of that. And just did like this double vocals type thing. I really wanted to try out. And so like your, the other reason was about like a past relationship I had like a few years ago where it was like, I was kind of just realizing what like she actually did to me. And it's like the way she just like led me on kind of like where she, we were, I thought we have a great relationship then like like a month later, or not even a month, it was like a week later, and then she just dropped out of nowhere. I was dropped like, like yeah, and it was probably like, hate saying this, but like my first love, you know, mm-hmm. and that I was just like, just done for like two months. I did not talk to a single girl, and that's like something I definitely don't do in the usual. Yeah, so, you, you were just like, all right, I, I got to work with with myself. I can't. Yeah, like, I, was just, I was just so like down after that. I didn't have any trust in any girl. I mean, to this day, I still never put 100, 100% trust into like anyone because of that situation. And mm-hmm. like, I would, like, I had this like mentality that like, it's not going to last forever type of thing. So like, I never put 100% into it. Because you're like, I might be gone in a yeah. couple months. So I feel that. What about Pour It Up? Pour It Up. This so is featuring you, man. Swimming, um, that was, uh, I mean, it was kind of more. I'm trying to think of the lyrics I said. Yeah, so that's like kind of more like, it was more of a positive song in a sense. You know, I, I shot the boys out and like right before the beat drop on like the verse and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just like pour it up to see like where we are right now. Like, just like kind of like smell the roses. Yeah, it's kind of just look back and like, look what we did so far. Let's keep it going. I like that. Especially yeah. this is your guys' senior year. Yeah. Like, live it up. And then last song you said was oh, Changes, right? That was a song that, oh, wait, sorry. Yeah, yeah what you want to say? Oh, shit, I was about to say, like, in that song, he was, like, all 
Or you said like a positive line about a girl. It's like I got a positive vibe, like a girlfriend vibe. Mm-hmm. And like I just had my heart broken, so like in my perspective, yeah, I was like, I'm switching this up. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, so he went, he kind of went off on his girl, like his ex girl. So it was like opposite yeah. perspectives, basically. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's cool. I didn't even know you noticed that. So. <laughs> That's smart. Um, but you said changes was the one you took down, right? No, that was closer. Changes oh, closer? I, I have yeah. up because I was say, that's featuring uh, Robert Martin. Right? So he's like one of the first like paid clients I ever had for design. Mm-hmm. So he's like a day one like client of mine. Excuse me. And he's like always just been there for like my design grind and he did that feature for for a cover and then I know I'm doing some merch for free for him because just, just show my appreciation. Yeah. And I think he has a, he sent me a physical of one of the covers I did, physical copy, so that's pretty cool. He just, I need to design a little back cover. Have you gotten a physical of Yeah, SickWorld sent me a, like it wasn't a, like, like plastic physical, but it was yeah. a CD sleeve, and it was like the cool. front and back cover I did for SickWorld, which is the one that charted like number eight and stuff. That's sweet. And so he has that like signed, and I have that like next to my computer. So that's oh, like really cool. Man. Yeah. You get to like see your work, and it just yeah. shows you what you do on your computer. Mm-hmm. like. It, it, it produces, it, it, sh- it shows everybody that you're grinding. Yeah, the fact that he still sent me that was amazing because I, um, he had the cover, like this cover he made where the text is actually in the bottom mm-hmm. and I sent him the wrong file with like really? the text in the middle. And yeah. so he didn't even check the file, he just sent it off to the printer. He came back with like $200 with the like CD. He's like, yo, I think you, like, you sent me the wrong file. I felt like such a dick because uh, I was like, oh shoot, just spent all that money. He's like, no, it screws me alternate cover. I was like, all right, fair enough. So like, it wasn't like the right like cover, uh-huh. but like, if you see it online, the cover will have the text in the bottom, but like the physical copy has a text That's in the middle. Cool. Yeah. Which in my opinion, I like the text in the middle anyway, so. Yeah, you got what you like. <laughs> yeah. And then the song you dropped like what, 21 hours ago? Writer's Block. Writer's Block. So yeah, that's like, I got, I didn't like really put out a song for like a week or so, which is like, for me, that was kind of big because I was like writing like every single day, at least recording every other day, stuff like that. And then I got into this whole like phase, like I felt like I'd done everything I could have. And then like everything I wrote, like that's why I said I have a lot of like unfinished stuff because everything I wrote, it got like 30 minutes into writing. I was like, yo, this sounds like shit. Like, why am I even writing this? Or like, oh, this is, this is whack. Like, it's like, I mean, one song I'll have a good hook, but then the verse be shit. Another song I have like an unfinished verse. I just can't finish it. Yeah. Like I have like one song with a hook, a verse, but there's one portion of the verse chopped out because it was a whack line and I can't find something to fit into it. So like I have like a, an opening for a collab, but like I just, there's like four bars that I just can't figure out what to do. So I just kind of scrapped it. Yeah. Man. That's nuts. But I feel that. I mean, yeah. I've been in the hiatus for writing since I started the breakthrough. I, have, yeah. I haven't dropped anything. Like Waiting Falls is coming out in like 20. 19 or something so like by the way this is the other artist on the track he's the singer this oh, is aaron by the way exactly. the cover art, beautiful <laughs> oh, thank you thank you what's next man what do you have next plan future plans yeah so i think i plan on going to college it was a like i think i'm like 95 percent sure i'm going to college and i my number one school i'm trying to apply to is a rhode island school of design oh, yeah. and that's like it's like kind of like a Harvard of design, if that makes sense. And like, that's just like the number one goal. And I mean, well, if you show them what you've already yeah. done, it's like, 
<laughs> they'd be like, yeah. you really need to go here? But no, yeah. that would be. I mean, like for school as academics, I like average grades got 3.0. So like, it's kind of like average. That's, that's still like, good, bro. I feel like my personality and like the fact that I actually like self-taught myself this and the fact that I do this on my own, I feel like that really like kind of show like my passion with like art and design. Yeah. And I feel like that can be a big thing in the interview and all that. So, bro, I mean, like anybody that goes and like meets with you and sees your, what you've done, they're going to be like, yes, we want you here. Bro. <laughs> Don't worry about that. All right, so the next thing we do is where do you see yourself in one year, five years, and ten years? So we'll start out with one year. One year? Um, if all goes well, I'll probably be going to RISD, mm -hmm. and I'll definitely be still working with uh, my artists, music-wise, um, or design-wise, and I'll, I think, yeah, I'll probably be still doing music, you know, mm -hmm. considering that it takes me a year. Um, five years, I'll probably be graduated from RISD, and... Um, I mean, I hope by that time I'm at least doing an internship at like a record label or something like that. Because mm -hmm. I have this uh, buddy, um, Avs Designs. He's a junior or senior, junior senior at Kent State, mm -hmm. oh, and he wow. just yeah, he just cool. got back from a summer paid internship at Interscope Records because he got Jesus. this deal from yeah. the Black Bears manager. So he got a little hookup there, and it's like, so I mean, I got I got a couple there. like into like the industry so like i always have that in my back pocket yeah i mean Avis is a great dude he's like my design mentor and so like i always go for him for questions all stuff like that and he's kind of like the guy that got me the ivan b gig too which mm -hmm. i've been working with for a year now ivan b is a great guy so but he was like my first big client so, bro keep it up that's crazy in 10 years 10 years hopefully signed to a record label no Either one works working with like my favorite artists that I used to listen to, mm -hmm. kind of like turn my idols into my peers type of thing, and hopefully making a very good living off of just design in general. And yeah, bro. How old are you gonna hours. be? What? How old are you gonna be in ten years? Um, twenty-seven. So. Yeah, bro. That's a long way. So yeah. Like, think about it. You get to. You haven't even experienced the twenties yet. So. <laughs> The, the thing is, there's so much that can happen in that one year, in that five years. That's like to even think about six years, seven years, yeah, like it's crazy. All the way to ten years. But then you, when you look back in like five years from now, it doesn't seem like as much. Yeah, that's very true. All right, so is there anyone else that you'd like to shout out before we end today's interview? Uh, shout out my parents, shout out my sisters, even though they talk trash on my auto tune. <laughs> but, um, uh, shout out Swin slash Brendan. Um, shout out Zach Cochran because he just said in the chat. Um, shout out Butters and Sarah. Dirt job. Um, shout out Robert Martino. Shout out Hill Valley. Shoot, I'm gonna like forget someone. I'm like she's a dig after. <laughs> it's okay. Um, just say shout out everybody. Shout out everyone that has ever spoken to me. <laughs> shout out everyone that was on a good influence or a bad influence. If you're in a bad influence, I learned from you. So yeah, appreciate that. Every failure is a lesson. All the people that scam me up throughout the years when I used to do payment after. <laughs> so I'm kind of learned that. Pretty yeah, easy. But now you, you're woke. You understand. Yeah, I understand the business of the online world. So Amen. payment up front. Well, thank you for coming on. This is season Thanks four, episode me. five. And we are out.